In between climbing Mount Kilimanjaro, running a marathon and completing six Danskin triathlons, oh, and a Spartan race, Madeleine Hayden found time to invent and develop a super tasty non-dairy creamer called Nut Pods. Oh, and did I mention she's also a mum to two girls? Here's her story. Good morning, Madeline, and welcome to the Local Paleo Show. Good morning, Alan. Thanks for having me. Good morning, Mark. It's our pleasure to have all of you. Good morning. I take it you both are wonderfully well. Smashing. Oh, that's very good. Now she's speaking your language now. I know, I know. Yes, some, some people can, you know. I wanted you to feel right at home. Thank you. There you go, doing a good job. Uh, so Madeline, um, I found out that tasted your wonderful products, nut pods, at the 2016 Paleo Effects, and um, I had to invite you um, so you could tell us more about this. Um, so can you tell us what your story is and how you came to create nut pods? Sure, absolutely, and thank you so much for finding us at Paleo FX. Um, three years ago, I was just a consumer. I was a pregnant lady, lactose intolerant, and I just was not happy with the market options that we had, which at the time was either thin and watery, soy-based, or super processed creamers. And I missed having a proper cup of coffee that tasted like it had half and half in it, but I couldn't do the dairy anymore. And being pregnant, I was really aware of what I was putting in my body. And I didn't want to do the processed creamers. And so it all culminated to being on vacation and just having that that moment that everyone remembers as an entrepreneur where it's like, I'm going to stop waiting for somebody else to come out with this product. And I got home and I got to work in my kitchen and we did a Kickstarter video um, really as a way to do a proof of concept. When you're pregnant and you have a lot of hormones going through, you want to make sure that you're not extra passionate, but you know, really picky. And so we really took a disciplined approach to make sure that this is something that people wanted and cared about, not just me and so fast forward two years later it took two years for me to get a commercial formula that could be scaled up and was as clean as I said it would be in the Kickstarter video and we launched last year and it has been such a thrilling market reception that we've had and um, you know being being a consumer not too long ago and now becoming a food manufacturer, I've learned a great deal, and it's just been a tremendous, tremendous journey where I've learned a lot, been able to meet, ex, you know, just exciting people that are all part of this real food movement that I'm proud to be a part of. Right, right. Um, are you, do you have a background in chemistry, or are you... Uh... Well, you'll love this. Um, I'm an English major. And before this, I worked for blood centers and setting up community blood drives. And before that, you know, I was in medical devices putting public access defibrillators around the country, like airports and schools. So completely unrelated. But sometimes when you see a market need that is just undeniable, as I was sure that there was, you just have to jump in. And um, yeah. that's exactly what we did. But that's very impressive. Um, I... I tasted the product at the Paleo FX event and uh, it was creamy, uh, I loved the flavor of it. So before we go into um, more talk about it, uh, maybe we should tell our listener what nut pods are and what they're made of. So sure. can you explain? 
Absolutely. Nepods is a dairy-free alternative to half and half. It's made from almonds and coconuts. Number one, it's rich and creamy. There's a reason why we pair almonds and coconuts because you need the mouthfeel of the coconuts and you tone that dominant flavor, as you know, as a chef, uh, with the almonds. Number two, we are completely unsweetened. So that's what makes us great for people that are paleo, people that are diabetic, people that just want to lighten their coffee or tea or bake with it and um, have a savory option for baking and cooking. And then lastly, as a consumer, I really created this this product as what I would have wanted to have as a consumer. So instead of buying from a company that said we have clean ingredients, I wanted to be a company that said we have clean ingredients and back it up with third-party certifications. So we invested in you know, certified non-GMO project verified, vegan, gluten-free, and now we are Whole30 approved. Cool. cool. Thank you. So, Thank you. Um, so it's uh, for people um, lactose intolerant, vegetarian, vegan, paleo, it covers the whole, the whole yes. range pretty much. Exactly. We are a dairy-free brand. And the reason for that is because, number one, we wanted to be inclusive and respectful that a lot of people come to a dairy-free lifestyle for a variety of reasons, health, their own personal beliefs, um, just straight choice. Maybe they don't like the, the taste of, of dairy or they are not so keen on concerns about RBST, cholesterol, sugars, etc. Right. So uh, speaking of cholesterol, uh I assume that with coconut and almond, there's a lot of uh, uh, plant-based fat. How does that go for cholesterol people? people yes. Yeah. So we are half the calories in zero cholesterol compared to half and half. And the fats that we have are the healthy monounsaturated fats. Great. Thank you. You're uh, welcome. What, flav what flavors do you offer currently? We, we actually have three flavors that we're launching. Um, we do have the original, and this is what is the plain for baking, cooking, for people that like a plain half and half. And then you just cannot escape people that love the French vanilla. And also the last one is hazelnut, which is our last flavor. And although we have a lot of people that are asking us for a pumpkin spice latte or a peppermint for the holidays, <laughs> as you can yeah. imagine. And all That's of our products are unsweetened across the line. Yeah, that's a great idea. So everyone can add uh, their favorite flavor, um, sweetener, whether it's stevia or honey or exactly. uh, agave nectar or whatever. Because coffee, coffee is very ritualistic, exactly what you're saying. And so what people want to do is be able to have their own preferred sweetener and sweetness level. And with nut pods, you're able to do that. Talking about the ingredients, uh, how do you source your ingredients or where do they come from? So our almonds are from California. Um, one of the things I learned is that California is the only state that grows almonds in the entire country. And then we also get our coconut cream from the Philippines. And it's unstabilized. It's really important because that way it allows it to be um, truly a, a carrageenan-free uh, formula along the way. And then we also have non-GMO sunflower lecithin and a couple of different things that help the product to be emulsified. And that's really important because you don't want your product to stratify or separate. And so um, all of our ingredients are so clean that we can apply for organic certification if the demand is there. Okay, so we talked about using your uh, nut pods in, you know, coffee or tea or other drinks, but what about baking? Can we use it as a replacement for milk or 
Can oh. we, do we have to dilute it or? Absolutely. So that's one of the things. I do a fair amount of baking and cooking. Um, I like food, and so I wanted to be able to have something that I could bake and cook with too, which is another reason why it was important for me to be unsweetened. So unlike, say, soy milk, if you've ever tried for Thanksgiving to make mashed potatoes with soy milk, the flavor profile is just wrong. Coconut yeah. milk is even worse. I've tried that. <laughs> and, so, and so with nut pods, it has that nice, balanced, neutral taste. So a lot of the times you know, people that actually consume dairy can't even tell the difference. So you can use it in sweet and savory recipes. It has the same consistency, mouthfeel as dairy. And so you can use it for things such as uh, quiche or a mushroom bisque or a butternut squash soup. Um, of course, you know, like a chocolate ganache or things like that. So it really has a variety of uses. And we sell a lot of nut pods to people that don't even drink coffee because it allows them to live their lifestyle. Great, great. Now you're talking, you're talking ganache. You're talking my... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, people that don't know what ganache is, is um, it's a very rich chocolate cream made with... Uh, at least my recipe is... Um, let's see, uh, typically it's dairy, so milk or cream or a combination, uh, dark chocolate and butter, nothing else. Mm -hmm. and then used that as a filling or as an icing. So in, uh, back to the recipe, do we use a one-to-one? -one? I mean, same ratio? One-to-one. Mm -hmm. -one. Last year, I, instead of using, you know, the typical evaporated milk for a pumpkin pie recipe, I did a one-to-one -one ratio, and I actually used it with the hazelnut, and it tasted amazing. Same mm -hmm. consistency. Great. Sounds good. So speaking of which, what is your current diet? Well, you know, my current diet is ever-changing, I think, with most people who say that. And so right now, you know, we don't eat a lot of uh, carbohydrates other than fruits and vegetables. And we just don't know. My kids eat bread. It's kind of hard to wean them from bread. But other than that, you know, we really subscribe to, um, like, a whole food movement. And I strongly believe that as food has the ability to heal, it also has the ability to harm. And we've seen that with the rise of type 2 diabetes. And so, you know, for us, um, we try and eat healthy. My goal for my family is to stay off of any type of prescription drugs as long as possible. And so far, so good. You know, I'm in my 40s, and we don't have any type of condition that are like that. But I'm sensitive to the fact that people um, have constraints. And I had gestational diabetes when I was pregnant with Claire. So it's important to have options. Yeah, um, I absolutely agree with you. Um, I'm a little older than you. I won't tell you how much, but... Uh, I'm also avoiding doctors like the plague and uh, mm -hmm. and yeah. Uh, <laughs> what are you laughing about back there? Just mm. <laughs> sort of you know avoiding doctors like the plague. Uh, <laughs> yes. Okay. So now we're straight on that and uh, uh, no drugs, no chemical drugs as much as possible. Uh, I have a, a good friend at church. Uh, she's um, she Chinese American and um, whenever I have a little trouble I ask her for an alternative because she goes straight to the Western medicine mm -hmm. and because she's Chinese she knows about alternative medicine so she always give me a more kind of a essential oils or homeopathic remedies instead of uh, chemical drugs so we're definitely on the same page with that Definitely. thank you for sharing that 
absolutely. It's, I have to tell you, I'm in a position of privilege because we get so many emails from people that have been able to turn around their medical conditions with their diet. And, you know, with, with something like coffee, it's really funny, right? Because it's such a small ritualistic thing. But for so many people, it's a quality of life. And people don't like black coffee. They don't like the alternatives out there. And when they're, they find us, you know, they're really grateful that we came out with a product like this and they share their stories. And it's really, it's really humbling. And it's also, um, I feel extremely privileged to be part of someone's daily, daily um, habit. It's, yeah. it's a relationship. Yeah. It's a good feeling. Yeah, it's the same. Um, I teach food as medicine. So uh, using what you mentioned earlier, um, I do believe that I can help people with certain issues, health issues, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um, help them get better while not using medicine or as much medicine as they would. Like, uh, you know, a lot of people, um, especially with diabetes, they tend to take insulin. And I, I have seen examples of turning around the type 2 diabetes just through diet. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, and eliminating insulin. So... It's, you know, it's easy for me to say it's easy. Of course, I don't have diabetes, but I do realize uh, now because of, you know, a couple of clients I work with that it's very difficult to get off the sugar bandwagon, so to speak. And so that's the hardest part of the, you know, when I uh, counsel clients and I give them a specially designed diets for their diabetes, the resistance is, well, I won't have any sugar. Mm -hmm. Say, no, if you want to get rid of diabetes, you need to get rid of sugar, which is very difficult for, for a lot of people. It's difficult, but, you know, that's the way that, that people are advising us to go, whether or not it's WHO, World Health Organization, or the FDA, talking about added sugars and alternative milks typically have a lot of added sugar because it lacks the, the natural mm -hmm. sugars that are found in dairy. And so I think one of the things that, you know, I was diabetic for, um, for my pregnancy with Claire. I was an older mom. And I have to tell you, they were pushing a lot of, of bread products, starches, and a lot of dairy for, um, for protein. And for me, you know, I, and they were telling me, like, I can take a lactate pill. Now, I've already done that in, in, my, in my early, you know, teens trying to still hold on to dairy when I didn't realize how inflammatory it was for me. Mm -hmm. And I had terrible acne. I was overweight. And it was just, for me, the thought of having to take a pill to process something that my body clearly was saying it did not want was right. so counterintuitive for me. Mm -hmm. And I am at the point where NotPots is really gaining some recognition, even among professionals, whether or not they are restaurateurs or chefs like yourself about the quality of NotPods, whether or not it's actually from registered dietitians um, and that can talk about NotPods as an alternative option for their, their patients that they work. And I'm extremely proud about that because, you know, as I mentioned, very, like, I am not a trained chef. I am not a dietitian, but I think I have pretty good taste buds because I just wanted something that was delicious and you didn't have to take it and felt like, you know, it was a compromise, like, well, it's as good as it's going to get type of thing. Right. 
Well, it's one of those things, you know, you, you came with the right product at the right time when everybody seems to have some kind of food allergy or some health issue uh, in this country. If we can help them and if we can have them enjoy their, you know, their lifestyle, their dairy-free lifestyle, we are very proud and very glad to be a part of that. Thank you for that. Um, the only problem is, uh, is if, I mean, I can recommend it to my clients, but they'll have to order online because it's still not available in Texas, so I can't wait to see it in Texas. Yes, we, you know, I'll tell you a little bit about that because we get a lot of questions about our distribution. We're in about 500 stores. When you are a small company, you can't have nationwide distribution in stores. It doesn't happen overnight. You, it takes a long time for you to get through your distribution network of brokers and distributors. And something like a Whole Foods in Texas has something that's a category review. So they look at new products, but you may not actually get reset in the stores for nine months, nine months as a small company. Mm -hmm. So what we wanted to do is we really took an innovative way to market. I, you know, I, I'm a small family-owned business. I wanted to make sure that we had something that hit upon a nerve for consumers and that they wanted that. I also needed to be available for all of the wonderful 510 Kickstarter backers that we had. And so what ended up um, happening is that we went on Amazon. And Amazon has been a wonderful way for us to be available nationwide while we build up our store distribution. So now it's really opening up with our distribution, but people can still buy us on our website. They can buy us on Amazon. They can get that convenient delivery until we get to the stores near you. And I don't worry. I'm, I'm, I'm tracking on Central Market, HEB, and, of course, Whole Foods in Texas. <laughs> Good, good. Uh, it's actually a great idea because this way uh, customers get it from Amazon and then they go to their store and put pressure on the store and say, why, why aren't you carrying that, that product? You know, the, you're exactly right because what we've been doing for the past year is we've been seeding the market. So by the time in my top three states that I know from my Amazon sales is California, New York, and Florida. Well, number one, that helps me set up a distribution priority list of where I need yeah. to have distribution. And two, when I do get started in those stores, it's not a cold start as a brand. You know, as an unknown brand where no one knows what Nepods is, hasn't been familiar with our brand. When we get to the stores, people are familiar and they're excited to finally see us on shelf. That's great. Um, you can try to fool us to make us believe you're just a mom, but I, I, <laughs> I, I see a very sharp mind there. Oh, thank you. I, I've, like I said, I've been learning a lot the past few years. Great. Good for you. Well, let's talk about recipes. I've noticed you have a lot of yummy recipes on your website. Yes. Which is great because they help customers figure out, okay, I can do this. And what is your current favorite recipe? Well, fall is my absolute favorite time of the year. And so for me, it's all about soups. So being able to enjoy something that you didn't think that you can enjoy, mm -hmm. such as, you know, a corn chowder. I know that's not paleo, but for a corn chowder or mushroom bisque or butternut squash soup. I actually don't tend to do a whole lot of, of dessert baking. I know we're getting into the holiday season and people are excited about that. But um, for me, I'm, I've always been more of a savory person. For me, it's about, it's about the soups that are comforting. Yeah. Yeah, I love soup too. I made a pumpkin soup last night. Ah. Pretty yummy. No dairy though. Yes. Maybe you kept I, that to yourself, didn't you? <laughs> actually, uh, well, I went to uh, farm last week, 
a farmer I'm interested to work with, and um, uh, part of the visit, they let me pick and choose uh, the the reject, you know, the not so perfect from the the pumpkins and the squashes and everything. So I made a soup out of it last night, and it's yummy. Oh, great! Yeah, I would show you one of them. Uh, I have I, I kept one of them because it's kind of a funny shape, but um, it's not family. Actually, <laughs> yeah. it's an easy one. I noticed you've only held up a certain size of products. Do you have them in, in other sizes as well? Ah, funny you should ask that. Okay, so um, this is an 11.2 ounce. This was developed because we had a lot of our people say, oh, 32 ounces is a lot of creamer. I'm the only one who's paleo, vegan, gluten-free, etc. in my family. And I can't get through once, once you open any package, you're introducing mm -hmm. air. And so it's good for 7 to 10 days. So mm -hmm. we created this. It pops in your purse. You can, you can bring it into your office. Now, a lot of people are asking for a larger carton because it's a family um, or a couple. And a lot of people are asking about what we originally started out, which is the single-serve pods mm -hmm. in our Kickstarter video. All of those are in our active R&D pipeline, and there's a staging that has to happen because for me to follow up with the single-serve pods, I need to make sure that all my points of distribution in the stores are set up so that when mm -hmm. I have additional products, I have a home for them to sell through. And so I'm not just dependent upon um, Amazon. So those are all in the pipeline, and, and we'll be having a family of NutPod products, and then we'll be also branching out into other products as well. Super job. I was thinking more along the lines of sort of caterers and that sort of thing. You know, uh... Yes. So we have been, we've been approached many, many times by coffee shops and also by wholesale accounts um, in even, even office and corporate, you know, office places that want to get away from processed creamers. And so the 32 ounces are definitely a priority for us. The single serve pods, the need for a single serve pod, I think is, is there. I think the market demand is there. I just want to learn a little bit about the curry k-cups and i understand convenience i really do but i'm also a consumer and a mom and i don't feel good about contributing a lot to the um, disposable packaging mm -hmm. and especially when you see about what's going on in our oceans you know right. i'm i'm really looking for alternatives that still provide the very protection for a food product but won't be such a landfill um, mm. strain. And so we're still researching options, which is partly why we're waiting on the pods. So the, the, those should be biodegradable and... You have, you, sh you have opposing priorities because as a food manufacturer, light, oxygen um, are what degrades the product. So, you know, barrier protections for your product quality doesn't allow for lighter oxygen. But when you want to have something that's biodegradable, compostable, what do you want? You want it to be, be able to have um, light and air be able to penetrate through. And so you have opposing, opposing priorities there. I think people are coming out with new exciting packaging options. I think that it's innovative. I think that uh, we are looking at all available options actually worldwide and taking a look to see if there's something that would work for us that works with our cor corporate culture, our goals for environmental sustainability. These cartons 
for example, are recyclable uh, for anywhere that, you know, municipalities that can recycle these cartons. And the only plastic that we have right now is the caps, and we're also eliminating plastic, you know, in our packaging as well. So instead of the, the four packs, you know, we've moved to a chipboard made out of um, paper that you can recycle. And so these are some of the things that are near and dear to my heart, you know, as a consumer, and I can translate that into my business. So um, we're working on all those things. Excellent. I mean, the next question is, um, when are you going to start supplying other countries? You know, funny you should ask that. We actually did an experiment into the UK, and we had a lot of interest from the UK. Um, can you believe we had a little bit of a cultural difference? Because in the UK, you'll relate to this, there is no such thing as a half and half. So it's either a single cream or a double cream or, you know, they ask, do you want milk in your, in your coffee, even, even though it's an alternative milk. So we didn't know what to call ourselves. And so, and I think even though plant-based and paleo is catching on, um, it's, it's not as developed there as possible. And so Canada also is really asking for our products as well. There's, frankly, just so much opportunity and so much priority for us to shore up our distribution here. I'm not even available in Texas, right, for, for Elaine or, or for Florida. And so I need to work on my domestic distribution first. And then being a shelf-stable product, absolutely. We partner with Amazon. We can scale into different countries. But... Um, as with most things in business, there has to be a specific order. No, that's, that, that makes sense. You, know, you make sure it works at home first before you start allowing exactly. other people to, uh, to have the benefit of it. Well, besides, besides customers can, uh, from uh, out there can still order from Amazon if they still wanted Canada and, and, and England, right? You know, no, unfortunately not, because each each company, each country has its own importing, exporting, and food loss. So, for example, Canada needs to have bilingual packaging with French, with French on the packaging. So, um, and then with the UK, we are able to sell, but it has to be via an Amazon UK site. And so, and that just has to do with, you know, each country has its own laws to protect the, the consumers in that country. Super. I do have a question that may be a little difficult, but um, considering the, the drought in uh, California right now, and I understand that uh, almond, growing almond uses a lot of water, um, how, how, does, how do you work it out with your producers where, um, do they have new ways to save water or how, how does that work out? You know, it's a question that we get asked a lot. And the answer is that we have to work with the farmers, and sometimes it's, it's a commodity. So sometimes they have good yield crops, and sometimes they, they don't. And it has been tough in, in California. I think, and it's exacerbated by the fact that California is the only state that produces almonds. Mm -hmm. And so um, one of the things that we try and take a look at in the grand scheme of things is, remember, we're a dairy-free brand. So that means when people are turning towards dairy, uh, free options like us, they're not consuming dairy. Now, if you take a look at water consumptions about how to raise a, a cow and bring it to market and milk it versus how much to grow an almond or any other water-intensive um, crop like rice, 
you know, there are just some crops where it is water intensive. And I think there's a lot of innovation that farmers are doing to cut down on the water because it's expensive for them too. And um, so, you know, but we, uh, we, we definitely try and partner with the farmers in the, in the groves that we have that we have contracts with so that we can lock in pricing and that allows us to not have to fluctuate our cost to consumers as well. Right, right. Well, thank you for answering that. Um, so we already know where your products are sold, but um, mm -hmm. it's probably worth repeating. So where can we find information and order nut pods? Sure. So we are rapidly expanding our nationwide distribution. The best way to take a look at us is our store finder. We're getting updates every day from our distribution network about new stores that we're getting cut into. So you can put in your zip code, find out where we are. And then if you're in a place where we're not at, such as Texas, um, then feel free to try us out on our website or on Amazon. And I'll give you a little tip that if you are a member of Prime, Amazon is definitely the way to go. Two-day free shipping. If you're not a member of Prime, we actually will save you a little bit of money, $6, by ordering on our website. So that's just a small way that we can help people um, try our product and save a little bit of money. Great. Thank you very much. And uh, thank you again, Madeline, for being on the Low Carb Paleo Show. And as we say in Texas, à votre santé, yo. Thank you so much for having us, and we've been honored to be a part of this. It was thank a pleasure. You. It was yes, thank you. Yes, thank you again, and uh, I look forward to another chat when you have some more products online. Absolutely.